In the name of the Father, of the Son, of the Holy Ghost. Amen. This very well-known first sermon, the sermon of the first Sunday in Lent, is known for this uh, the triple temptation of Jesus Christ. This triple temptation, of course, opens the Lenten preparation to Easter and introduces us firmly and rightly to uh, the spiritual conduct which uh, we have to uh, fight during Lent and the, uh, the spiritual combat we have to fight against uh, the weakness of the flesh, the, uh, the pride of the intelligence and the lack of pure love. This triple temptation of Jesus Christ is directed to us and shows us the uh, triple field, the triple area where we need to be strong and firm by the grace of God and where we should certainly improve. Moreover, the triple temptation of Jesus Christ is also uh, a triptych of the triduum we will celebrate in a few weeks. And this morning, if you don't mind, I'm sure you don't, I would like to meditate with you with this aspect of the triple temptation of Jesus this morning. The dialogue between the devil and Christ is impressive at first, first glance because the devil doesn't know who this man is. He doesn't know this is the Son of God because he questions him at all times. If you are the Son of God, the Son of God do this or this and that. And the first temptation is about, it's a sort of an answer or an open window to Monday Thursday and the Last Supper of Jesus Christ. The second one is Good Friday, the third temptation to Holy Saturday and Easter Vigil. Let's open the first window this morning. Change these stones if you are the Son of God. Command that these stones made, be made bread. This is the parallel of Monday Thursday, but as we know, stained, spoiled, and mocked by the devil. Yes, he is asking our Lord, who certainly can perform this kind of first transubstantiation. I know that word is a little bit complex, a change of the substance to the other one. Yes, for some reason, Christ has allowed the devil to open that window of the transubstantiation, the Eucharistic conversion of the first and the last, the first mass as the last supper of Christ. He has allowed him to do so. And this is the side, the positive side of our own temptations when we are tempted to commit a sin. There is a window open to a better grace and a greater gift of God. That's why we should never be discouraged of our past sins and our actual sins. There is always a way to find God. And here, the devil, or our Lord, let submit himself willingly. He was not uh, passive 
but he was actively submitted or submitting himself to this temptation to show us that we can be tempted and also to announce or to make a sort of a prophecy, an indirect prophecy through the, I don't know, lips of Satan of the whole of Monty Thurston. Change these stones in bread and Christ does not answer because this is not the time for transubstantiation although there has been a perception from the devil himself that this man can transform stones in bread Christ doesn't do it because he would have to transform the human bread on Monday Thursday to the heavenly bread of heaven second window this morning I try to keep it short and brief second window is the window of Good Friday at the second temptation of Jesus Christ he said cast yourself down this is the great and the prophecy through Satan the prophecy of Good Friday and these words and the recommendations and the invitation the temptations thrown to Jesus Christ the dying Jesus on the cross as the priest of the temple as referred here as the pinnacle of the temple the priest of this temple of the Old Testament who tried to convince and persuade our Lord to detach himself to nail his hands and feet from the root of the cross because he is God if you are the Son of God detach yourself come down from the cross this first dialogue had already happened between Christ and the devil and Christ remained silent at the Calvary because he had he had already answered this temptation cast yourself down leave the cross leave them alone don't do that you don't need to you are innocent and Christ had already answered thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God and these answers of Christ are the same is the same answer the silent answer of Christ towards the priests and also the uh, thieves whoever they were who were trying to tempt him again to leave this all these sufferings behind him third window and last Mount Holy Saturday, Easter Vigil, the third dialogue, the third temptation of Jesus Christ is a prophecy of Holy Saturday. Why? Because, because the devil promises the Lord to give him all the kingdoms of earth. But on Holy Saturday, after his death, he will understand in full light he will understand that God, Christ, is the King, crowned with thorns, but also He is the King of this world, the visible one, and He is also the King of heaven, because He opened the gates of the, of the Ascension. But He knows that we can see that the redemption is accomplished, is complete through His death, and will be accomplished and fulfilled in the resurrection of Christ. He knows, he will know at the minute, the third temptation, he doesn't know 
but he will realize his mistake he cannot give the kingdoms to this man because this man is the crown king with thoughts on Holy Saturday and in his resurrection in the glorious resurrection of Jesus yes he knows that so the third temptation is a cause of a source of I shall say meditation for them for us but also an encouragement because the devil seems to have power on everything but he's wrong he's alive and Christ tells him you lie I am the king I am your king the king of souls and kingdoms this is why I was born this is why I have suffered and this is why I am in glory you have no power on me if I had not given any power to you any permission we must remember the triple temptation is the complete and absolute the absolute defeat of the devil who has absolutely no power and once gone once completed these three temptations one resisted the angels would come and serve us in the name of the father of the son of the holy ghost amen